0: Learn more at marines.com. This show is brought to you in part by Fly Racing. Continue to expand its line of hard parts from bike stands to handlebars and grips, chain and sprockets, foot pegs, and lever assemblies to creative products such as its innovative boot wash stand. I've had one for three years. To be honest, I hadn't used it until Loretta's because you wash your gear and motorcycle immediately following or it's...
1: It's concrete, I would assume.
0: No, it's just stinky. I'm really stinky, and you want your bike to look good for Loretta. So, and In fact, I had Stinky, who works for me, Dylan. He was down there helping me, in, and he's such a trooper. He, it's, the minute I got off, so he brought the innovative boot wash stand from Fly Racing, and uh, I'm like, what is that thing? I've seen that thing in the shop for ages, and he goes, watch this. Puts the boots on. It was actually pretty sweet. So Fly Racing has a bunch of... Dylan does owe me a bike stand because he did back over my bike stand with the side-by-side. But other than that, it was a su- total success with Dylan um, at Loretta Lynn. So I want to thank Fly Racing for all their innovative designs. And uh, the Fly Racing designers are committed to making quality hard parts. And you can find them all at flyracing.com or see your local Fly Racing authorized dealer for a full list of available fly-hard parts. Okay, the uh, the British GP is coming up, Silverstone, this weekend. PJ, what's the buzz around MotoGP right now?
1: Well, let's start with uh, Mr. Lorenzo will be returning after uh, a pretty serious injury that he suffered back uh, around the Asin round. Um, sure. And he's been out. So he is coming back, and he's uh, made some comments. You know, it's, it's going to take a bit to get back up to speed. Completely understandable. What he doesn't currently mention is he may or may not have been kind of shopping around in the pits. It is yet to be fully determined, but he may or may not have been somewhat shopping uh, for potential Why would he future want future offers. It, it, okay, so he's with he's with Repsol, Repsol Honda. He's on the world champ. World Championship team. He is Mark Marquez' fastest guy in the pits, arguably. Do you His think teammate.
0: that's? Do you think that plays a part in it that he doesn't want to be the second man on a team, that kind of thing, play second fiddle, that sort of thing, and potential? Okay. And do you do that to Honda? They're but, a very proud yeah, the, Japanese not organization. If wa-
1: not if you want your bike to be clean and functional for the <laughs> remainder of one MotoGP season. I wouldn't think that you would want Honda to find out you're at sniffing around for potential jobs even though you have a contract that absolutely binds you to Honda through the end of 2020 this is you know Lorenzo uh, as brilliant as he has been on his motorcycle in years past and at various times throughout his career has so much always, hasn't always this year he struggled on the bike um famously so did the guy before him, Mr. Danny Pedrosa. He didn't so much struggle. He just never made the last step that got him to the title, to the top of the podium on a recurring basis. Mark Marquez clearly has that figured out. Um, So Lorenzo trying to shop his skills around just seems a little short-sighted. He's, uh, you know, approaching arguably middle age of a very good career. No one's short-selling his talents. Uh, But... Again, I can't see how this benefits him in any way. If he was anything less than careful, letting people be, letting it be known, he might be interested in a job.
0: Yeah, that seems to me. Uh, I mean, it happens. We know it happens. It happens in every genre of motorcycle racing. You know that uh,
1: when Rossi left that team famously, it was under the cover of Darkest. He had secret meetings. I have the book, the biography that details all of it. When he was meeting with Yamaha, you read a was, book. Oh, I've read a number of motorcycle books. You actually read a book
0: in Mexico during your with the week of your wedding. I saw. I went down to the beach yeah. and I saw you reading one day. And I go, "What is he doing? I what is that?" Swip, didn't keep even that thing doesn't even rolling. have a, a, a <laughs> internet browser on it. What is going on with PJ?
1: I am an old guy. I still do the, the the actual print, same as my Road Racing World. I love to get my Road Racing World in hand. I'm not. I don't do the digital very well. That said, Rossi had, you know, he knew at a very young age, don't uh, upset the apple cart at Honda unless you are willing to pay the price. And it'll be interesting to see the rest of the season. What does uh, Mr. Lorenzo's side of the garage look like versus current reigning and well ahead in points, Mark Marquez's side of the garage? Uh, Clearly the bike goes well.
0: Yeah, and, and but he, to be fair, he's not gone well this year.
1: Yeah, Jorge's struggled with uh, the Honda. No one can put their finger on it, and I'm sure least of all Jorge, he's had historically his struggles in MotoGP, and then he comes out of it and he looks like a genius all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy is... He's incredibly talented. No one can take that away. You don't accidentally win world championships, and he has multiples. Uh, he is a gifted, gifted, talented rider. He seems, uh, if I was guessing, a little more prone to uh, um, the psychological side of the game, if you will. It's just, it seems like he gets in his own head and, and can be his own worst enemy. He's very critical of himself when uh, other guys seem to move, be able to pick it up and move on when things don't go quite their way.
0: You know, and that's uh, that's just part of being a good racer. I think in in any any aspect is is to be able to learn from your your shortcomings and and your mistakes. I mean, not not just in racing. That's just that's being— that's life in general. Yeah, you know, just being. Obviously, I've not been done well. With this, I'm,
1: I'm, I figure <laughs> I'm going to get it. This next decade is going to be mine. The fifties are going <laughs> to be the fifties. Really are really going to get it dialed.
0: You're really going to come on strong in, on their, in their, in your fifties. Which yeah. you had a birthday. Congratulations. <laughs> Happy birthday. 50 is... Um, it's a big one. Yeah. Did you ever think d- you'd get there?
1: I didn't think I was going to make 30. I thought, no way do I make 30. I was really struggling through my 20s. So I'm gonna, that I got 30 was amazing to me. I'm
0: going to tell you, it's it, I cannot believe I'm in my 40s. And I'm going to petition with MX Sports for Loretta Lynn's next year to not name it Senior 40 Plus. If they could just call it like
1: cool guy class. Make it real cool. Cool guy class.
0: (laughs) Big thanks to our guests on the show today, Tristan Hart, Drake Beacham, and uh, JD Beach, Jesse Janish, and Chris Hawkins. You can find it on pitpassmotor.com. We hope to see everybody August 30th, Friday. It's in Davenport at the Mississippi Valley Fairgrounds. There's a tremendous antique motorcycle swap meet that you really, you, you, you barely have to be a motorcycle person to go there and appreciate it. The boys from from uh, frank fritz and, and from uh, american pickers will be there there's people that come from japan australia all over the world it's really incredible so come and join us at the half mile at the mississippi valley fairgrounds in Davenport for pj Dorn, jack and leanne DeLeon, ed coolen camp tommy boy halverson i'm tony Wink. thanks for listening talk to you next time
1: may i have your attention please excuse me <clears throat> Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited.
0: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.